Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Today I Learned Nothing. I am Steve Shinney, and along with my co-host, Jason Sittler, we are going to take you on a wild journey into our nonsense-filled lives. Uh, we're just a couple of regular guys who like to find the joy and the humor in everyday life and bring it to each other and therefore bring it to you. It's a show about laughter, weirdness, and just having fun with the craziness that is modern life. It's one of my favorite things to do. Hopefully it becomes one of your favorite things to listen to. Since we are starting out on a brand new RSS feed, this is going to be a bunch of highlights from our 56 episodes so far. So if you're joining us for the first time, it's a great taste of what's to come. And if you're a longtime listener, hopefully it's a fun look back at where we've been. Thank you very much for joining us, and I sincerely hope you don't learn anything. So uh, a couple weeks ago, my wife and I finally celebrated our 10-year anniversary, and we went on a cruise, uh, just the two of us, down to Mexico, three days on a boat, kids with grandma and grandpa, and uh, about halfway through the cruise, my wife's like, I'm really tired, I'm going to take a nap, and I'm like, that's fine, I'm going to go check out the hot tub. So I go and I get in the the hot tub, and been in there for a little bit, chatting with the guy next to me about various work stuff, you know, stranger small talk, when a group of... Three ladies and two guys carrying a boombox blaring house music come and take over our hot tub. And the guy I was talking to is like, well, I'm done. And so he he leaves. So I'm just sitting here talking to these guys because I don't want to go back. I got nothing else to do. My wife's asleep. I don't want to wake her up. And so I just start chatting with these people. And they're trying to figure out what they want to do next. And they're like, oh, we should go check out the hairy chess competition that's starting in an hour. And they're like, oh, yeah, that'd be hilarious. The two guys with them are completely, you know, reptiles up front. So, you know, they can't contribute. And they look over at me and they're like, you, you need to enter the hairy chess competition. What weird ass cruise were you on? <laughs> Just a normal cruise. I don't want to go on a cruise then. My wife tried to get me to go on our cruise for a very long time. And this is going to be my fuel for the fire. It was actually a lot of fun. Look, you, no one's going to try and get you to take part in a hairy chess competition. What do you care? I've got a little bit of stuff going on there. Yeah, a little bit. Are you going to be a contender? I don't know. It depends on what the competition looks like. <laughs> We talking Zangief or we talking Robin Williams or So that's what I kinda go is like, look, it's not just about how hairy the chest is. I've never been to a hairy chest competition, but I assume there's like some aspect of presentation needs to be part of it. Like it's not just look, I have a hairy chest. Like a beauty pageant. It's not like I'm hot, I have to present my hotness in the proper way or a wet t shirt competition. Presentation is key. Just so we know, for the record, we have never been either of those things. We're not hot, and we don't win wet t-shirt contests. So we know nothing about these things. Presentation's got to be part of it. I, you can't just be hairy. I'd have to shave something into my chest. And she's like, you should be Batman. I'm like, actually, that's a good idea. I should be Batman. <laughs> shave the Batman symbol into my chest. That would actually be really cool. And she's like, I'll do it for you. And I'm like, and you jocked me out of it. <laughs> Yep, you're automatically part of some swingers. <laughs> well, because like, I would have to explain that when I get back to my room. My wife wakes up and get in the shower. She's like, what happened here? <laughs> um, I'm Batman. <laughs> I leave you alone for two freaking hours, and this happens. <laughs> this is why you don't nap on the cruise, honey. <laughs> yeah, seriously, thanks, Jay. <laughs> I joined a swingers club. I'm Batman now, and I have a new wife. I won a chest hair contest, and now I live with these people. We like house music. (laughs) It's quite a big two-hour swing on this cruise. Yeah, well, you know what happens halfway between here and Mexico stays halfway between here and Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that finally explains the, the... 
why a woman wanted to shave a Batman symbol in your chest hair. Um, it also doesn't explain it at all. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen someday. I didn't know when, but this week I finally experienced it. So, recap. Earlier this year, I discovered something that an adult male should probably not discover at this stage in his life, but I did. I discovered the uh, the, the method, the trick, whatever you want to call it, of unzipping your fly, letting it flop out, and hey, you're peeing at a urinal, as opposed to unbutton pants, unzip pants, pull it out, put it back in, zip up pants, button pants. It's just a whole big procedure. <laughs> So it's been a wonderful world that I have lived in these past few months. It has been glorious. It has been. Now I live in a world of terror because I finally zipped my wiener up in my zipper. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> but... Luckily, there's no loss, but I will tell you, I deserve an award. I should get a medal because when this happened, there was somebody standing directly next to me to my right going pee at the same time. And I don't know what they experienced. I don't know what they saw. I don't know what they thought they might have seen in my the expression on my face. If they looked at my face, I feel like I put on an Academy Award level performance of hiding this fact from that person it was one of the most shockingly painful things i've ever experienced i still think that i can't say somebody was playing a prank on me because i don't know how you would pull that off (laughs) lasso and fishing line (laughs) that's a that's pretty elaborate so well done you got me so i Everything was taken care of, like tucked away, ready to go, which is why when I zipped and it happened, I felt betrayed. (laughs) Like I was just dumbfounded of like, what the? That's why, again, I deserve an award for hiding it because that that was my feeling was to to hit the guy next to me. What are you doing? (laughs) How did you get your hand there there so fast? (laughs) Yeah, you are really quick. Now get away from me. Easy there, Barry Allen. Stop touching my testicles. Yeah, that's something the Flash does when he's in the bathroom. (laughs) Gives you ghost feelings on your wiener. (laughs) Wait, there was another hand on my penis for a split second. Just reaches there and points it back at you. How'd I pee on myself? That would be super great. Just zip over there and just like blow on his ear. (laughs) And like watch the surveillance camera back and he's just like this guy just peeing and just flipping out it's like i don't know what that guy's problem is i've been staying here the whole time the mandatory urinary buffer zone is no good against the flash (laughs) so the flash pranks aside i am now scared (laughs) like i'm gun shy to just zip up my zipper i have to check probably five times before i actually cautiously walk the zipper up the tracks before I'm able to call it a day. It's it's an experience. It's something to go through. And I do have to ask that you being somebody who discovered this earlier in life than I, and hopefully to our listeners who will write in their own experiences. <laughs> Let's bond over this, people. Please. Let's all have a nice feel share. Have you ever done this? No. 
Ah! I never have. Well, I have had the experience where I've gone and I've done the zip down and I've reached into like work the combination lock that is the front of underwear and then it's already out i'm like hmm <laughs> did i not put it away properly <laughs> this explains why i've been getting so many so many high fives and weird looks this morning because i live in fear like i've never even seen something about mary but i've seen the face that he's made in clips many times and i'm like yep that could happen but it's never happening to me but that is that what came immediately to mind was like okay at least i'm I'm not in the position where I have to walk it back. I mean, I, I am, but doing that is not painful. Like, it's, I did it, and it's like, ow, and pull it back, and okay, now we're good. My biggest concern was then getting back to my desk and being like, you know what? I didn't check for blood. <laughs> I would go straight to the stall, lock that thing up three or four times, and like do a full body search. I did, once I got back to my desk and realized, you know what? <laughs> I really don't want to. your desk? That is not appropriate. <laughs> Guys, look away. It's gonna get weird. Hey, I can't see the underneath. Is there blood? Many, many years ago, uh, I was 20 at the time, 19 or 20. I had a roommate. You know how if you get like four dudes in the same apartment, it's statistically proven that one of them will always pee with the door open? That was this guy. And he was in there with the door open peeing and he was enjoying it a lot. You could tell both from the sounds his pee was making and the sounds his mouth was making that this was a good trip to the bathroom. You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay, face, yes, but I wouldn't want to look at somebody's face while they're peeing. And sound his pee is making, you can tell he's having a good time? I don't know what that means. Well, you said, like, because there's, there's times where it's like, oh, that's just like a, a little stream. But when there's like, that big, thick production, it's like when you get the hose out and you're watering the garden. Oh, see, that's when I think you might have a UTI. You need to get that looked at. You put it off for a while and now you get to enjoy. Good things come from those who wait. Or UTIs, but sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't st- anyway, so he was having a good time in the bathroom. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he lets out this blood-curdling scream. And we hear a thunk as he falls into the hallway, just writhing in pain. We're like, what's wrong, dude? What's wrong? He's like, it hurts. It burns. And like, got kidney stones or something, dude. You got to go to the doctor. I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want to go to the doctor. Step on his back where his kidneys are. I'll go to the doctor. I'll go to the doctor. <laughs> okay. That's my favorite part of four guys living together. The diagnosis. <laughs> you might have kidney stones. You need to go to the doctor. No, man. I'm not going to. Ugh. Step on your kidneys. See? They hurt. Say what you will about four guys living together. We care about each other, and we will make you feel the pain to get you to the doctor. Yeah. I'm glad I never lived with three other guys. Okay. Continue. <laughs> so he goes to the doctor, and he comes back, and... They ran some tests. I'm going to go back in a week to do some follow-up, and they'll, they'll tell me what happened. I'm like, okay. And he's like, and I need to take a urine sample. And they gave me a cup. And he shows the cup. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Then he goes into the bathroom and fills up the cup. And we're like, are you sure you needed to do that now? I would imagine you were supposed to bring in a urine sample fresh. No one wants your weak old pee, dude. And he's like, oh, that's a good point. Do I just dump this out? And like, well, now that cup's kind of contaminated. I think you have to go back and get another one. So I'm not going to go back. That's too embarrassing. Dude, it's a urologist. You were the only guy in there that didn't wear rubber pants. I think you're fine. Go get another cup. He's like, no, I got this. And he goes into the kitchen and put the pee in the fridge. Not his fridge, my fridge. We had two little mini fridges because we couldn't afford a big fridge. So 
two of us had one mini fridge, two of us had another mini fridge. He put it in my mini fridge and my roommate's mini fridge. Dead center there. Like an a-hole. Yeah, that's not cool. Think of your bros. Go get another cup. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, I don't have a lot of food. (sighs) I want to be sure it's not getting pee contaminated. That's not smart. Like, that still probably didn't work. Like, you probably had to give another one. It's a urologist, so they've probably had a lot of funny stories. You're not going to be the most embarrassing one. There's many reasons why you should have just sucked it up and got in the cup. Uh, so this was when I lived in Australia. And in Australia, they don't have Kool-Aid, or at least they didn't 15 years ago when I was there. And uh, this guy would have his parents send him Kool-Aid, and he wouldn't share. He'd always have like this this big thing of Kool-Aid that he would drink in front of us, and just like, I have Kool-Aid and you don't. So one day when he was gone, we took his camera and took a picture of us pouring his pee into his Kool-Aid <laughs> and didn't do anything with it. We didn't tell him. It was nothing. And so like he didn't know for like three weeks until he got that role of film developed, and he's flipping through the pictures, and he's like, Shitty! <laughs> what did you do? So he drank his own pee in the Kool-Aid? I didn't actually pour the pee into the Kool-Aid because I'm not a super villain. But you couldn't tell from the picture whether or not I actually poured pee into his Kool-Aid or not. And so he never knew until he l- listens to this podcast. And Ryan, I never actually poured your own pee into your Kool-Aid. But you deserved the last 15 years of thinking I did. It does bring new meaning to the term, don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> your roommates may have poured your urine that you kept in the fridge into it. Or, you know, do drink the Kool-Aid, but don't put urine in the fridge. Or put it in your own fridge. <laughs> well, I mean, all of these are really good life lessons, yes. fertility tests and when you go for a fertility test they give you a cup for a very different purpose and so he hands you a cup and he takes you into this room and you look around in the room like this is a lot nicer of a room than i thought i would go in for this particular process but whatever and he's like okay lock the door fill up the cup put it there unlock the door come out don't lock the door behind you and and stuff and so i'm like well hey if nothing else i get to see some porn today he walks out of the room I'm like, well, there's got to be something in here. So I open up the drawer, and there is nothing but a single Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. <laughs> I'm just like, damn it, Utah. <laughs> what? That's, that's, like, beyond sad. Like, that's that's not going to help. Like, that's, I mean, it's going to help. Like, if you have to, you know, uh, <laughs> JCPenney's catalog, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I was this close to, like, going after the guy. This ain't going to cut it, bro. <laughs> yeah. There's no actual nudity in here. I require actual nudity. So, fortunately, there was a second drawer. There was the top drawer of the of bikinis, and then they had the... Uh, the actual porn drawer. Stage two. <laughs> yes. This yeah. is... Yeah. If this works for you, great. That's, that's wonderful. If not, well, for you more degenerate <laughs> types, we've got this there drawer. There was a third drawer below that one. I didn't dare open that one. I don't want to know what's down there. Oh, I think you have to open the third drawer. I think you got to find out what's in there. You got to grab it and the drawer starts vibrating. It's like, oh, drawer two is fine. Drawer two is fine. I'll stick with drawer two, please. I'm a drawer two kind of man. <laughs> I like the tears. It's just like, what kind of kink do you have? 
Is this going to do it for you? Yeah? No? Okay, what We've about got this? got seven drawers. <laughs> we can keep going down. There's a separate cabinet over there. Okay, well, I'll take you to the dungeon then. Just one of those, uh, uh, what's the big like coffin thing that has the spikes inside it called? Uh, Iron Maiden. There you go. Wait, what is that? An Iron Maiden of dildos? What are you talking about? <laughs> That would be an intimidating place to get trapped. Yeah, I don't I don't want that. That's like the worst thing ever. I'd rather a regular Iron Maiden. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, if they'd all been used previously, then maybe. But not if they're just clean. No one has an Iron Maiden of unused dildos. <laughs> I'm hoping you're right. I don't know. That would be a conversation starter, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh, wow, you have one of these in your home? I've never seen one. Well, open it up. You're in for a surprise. <laughs> flop, 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 flop. <laughs> yeah, these are the floppy kind. Oh, They're of course. Not... <laughs> yeah, you don't want the erect ones. You want to open it up and just like... All around. <laughs> it's like an army of inflatable tube men just in your face. <laughs> As soon as we get out of the car, my son's like, I gotta poop. Uh, really? Did you check? Because downtown Seattle is not public restroom friendly. You have to have an inn if you want to poop. And we're walking down the street and we see a McDonald's. I'm like, yeah, McDonald's, they always have a public restroom. Worst case scenario, I have to buy some soft serve so I become a customer. So we walk in and we find the bathroom. And there standing in front of them is a bouncer. Not just a McDonald's employee. I'm talking about this dude had... A taser on one side, pepper spray on the other, short sleeve shirt with massive muscles, crew cut. He looked like he just got home from boot camp or is about to go to boot camp. This guy was serious. And I look at him like, uh, I guess we need to go buy food first. And he looks me up and down, gives me a nod and opens the bathroom door for me. I'm like, oh, well, thank you very much. All right, son, go in and poop. So we get in there and my son gets in the stall, starts doing his thing. And I'm just standing there playing on my phone because the door won't lock. And I'm like, I'll just stand in front of you and kind of keep people out. So a minute later, a guy walks in and he's kind of looking around and he's like, is someone in there? I'm like, yeah, sorry, my son's in there pooping. He'll just be a few minutes. He's like, oh, it's okay. I've got a colostomy bag and I need to empty it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll tell him to hurry up. And without even waiting, he's like, yeah, see, he lifts up his shirt. And sure enough, there's a plastic bag full of crap taped to his tummy. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, son, you need to poop fast. The guy starts to tell me, yeah, thought some guy wanted to fight me like a man. Then he pulled a knife and stabbed me. I'm like, yeah, poop faster, son. Poop, poop. (laughs) We need to get out of here. This guy thinks there's honor among hobo fighters. Because there is. You need to respect that. There is no hobo bushido. It's every man for himself. I'm, I'm like, wait, this guy didn't buy any food. How did he get in here? And I'm like, this is how he gets in. This is how he proves he needs to be places. He just lifts his shirt up and shows people his colostomy bag. And no one questions him. Because you don't argue with that guy. No. No, you don't. So, how did it end? We got the crab out of there. <laughs> like, my son's washing his hands and he's like, I didn't poop, Dad. <laughs> That's fine, <laughs> like, I don't blame you. That's, that's like, Okay. We'll try again later. Yeah. You made the right call. We survived this day. <laughs> Holding our poop. Yes. It's it's one of those instances where that happens and you just, you feel like the whole world has fallen away from you. Like all of a sudden you come outside, it's just like, this is not the world that was here when I went in. I'm not a changed man.
you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. Thank you.